Welcome to episode 26 of Show Yourself, Mr. Jasmine. You can get in touch with the show on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, at Yourself Jasmine, or you can send us an email on SYMJ at ProtonMail.com. Okay, today we have audience intercommunication. We're going off to Norfolk in Nebraska. We're going to talk about an encounter with the ultimate evil, Oktoberfest, and at the end, we're all going on a trip to Pete's Polynesian Fun Pub. Enjoy the show! This is a podcast we hope you'll enjoy. We talk about news and facts and other things that we hope you'll enjoy. It's called Show Yourself, Mr. Jasmine. <laughs> good evening, Tom. How you doing? Good evening, Pete. Yeah, good, thank you. Good man. Chris, how you doing, mate? Good morning, Pete, I believe. It is. Do you know what? I feel like I'm going on holiday. It's half past five in the morning. And the only time you ever get up this early is when you're going on your holidays. But I'm not taking a long old flight to Helsinki or anything like that, unfortunately. Yeah. No, you just got up for the podcast, though. Are you well? I am well. Yeah. Can't complain at all. Yeah. Good. Good. What's uh, going on with you, Chris? Um, well, I've stopped watching cookery programs. Oh, yeah. Yeah, right. so that's that done with. How do you feel? Like clockwork. Yeah, better, better for it, if I'm honest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I will uh, I might pick that up again later on in the year. It's more, more towards Christmas time, I think. I'll enjoy that again. Uh, what have I done? Um, I uh, went to a football match on Saturday. Um, nothing unusual about that in itself. I regularly go to a football match, but I went and it was uh, Helen's birthday. Okay. I didn't didn't go with her or take her or offer to take her, but I did say in the run up to the to the match on Saturday, would it be okay? if I went to the football on Saturday, bearing in mind it's your birthday, mm. and she said, yes, Chris, that will be fine. Did you so, feel like you were treading on thin ice a bit? I did ask if it was a test. <laughs> she, said, yeah, she said fine. That's carte blanche to me. She, she said it was fine, and she said it wasn't a test, so I went. Yeah. And actually, it was all right. Yeah, it was fine. Yeah. I had I had booked a meal later. And a, and, a, and a nice little hotel stay, so that might have sweetened the deal. But all I don't even mention this. So, if any other men listening are worried about doing something like that on their partner's birthday, don't worry, it will be fine. Just ask. Just ask. If they say it's going to be fine, it will be fine. Yeah, I've tested it and it works. Did you go easy on the booze? I, well, yeah, very easy because I was driving after the match. So, yeah, uh, yeah, there, well, there you go. Kind of, kind of ruined, ruined this day slightly for me. Uh, but speaking of booze and football, though, thank you very much for that. Pete leads me well into what I'm doing tomorrow night, uh, oh, which yeah. is something I'm looking forward to. I'm going to a, a, a dinner and talk event. So dinner and then after dinner speech uh, from right. uh, ex Premier League midfall, midfielder Ray Parler. That's exciting, isn't it? Yeah, Ray Parler. Ray yeah. Parler, ex-Arsenal. Yes, I recognise that name. Are you going to ask him why he's only got 10 caps for England? Are you going to bring that up? Well, I don't think he might like me asking that. 
um, <laughs> some people would see that as a negative question. Uh, but um, don't really want to talk too much about that. But you know, it's the bit where I said it's a dinner. So I found out what the choice is today. I had to, to choose my courses. Um, yeah. It's two two courses. The dessert course is chosen for you. It's chocolate cake. There is no option other than chocolate cake. Can't oh. mm. go wrong, really, with chocolate cake. Uh, yeah, there's nothing wrong with chocolate cake. I'd have preferred a starter and a main, to be honest. Don't know about you. I would have preferred all three. But, <laughs> yeah, you know, Chris is an all three kind of guy. It's 35 quid, yeah. though, isn't it? I mean, you can't expect too much. Well, there's, well, I, you know, I'm not even a massive fan of chocolate cake. But it's the main courses that have left me feeling a little sour. Uh, the choice is uh, chicken goujons or chicken halloumi goujons. It's a fancy name for dipper or halloumi. You're not Bernard Sanders. So it's pretty poor, isn't it? Uh, it seems to me that they're exclusively catering here for either children or vegetarians. <laughs> it's not the most salubrious of menus, is it? It isn't. No. Oh, yes, I would, I would love the goujons, followed by the chocolate cake. Thank you. Shall I put my little hat on now? Shall I provide my own crayons? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I have all the crayons I came with. None of them are up my nose. <laughs> on the bright side, there shall be plenty of Guinness. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. You know, the, the chef was thinking... Room full of blokes, probably, right? Yeah. Interested in football. They don't care what they're eating. This is true. I might just hoy the goujons at the wall. <laughs> just focus on the Guinness. Gas on, another Guinness. <laughs> is it all you can drink? No. Oh. No. I mean, it is. That'd be the most <laughs> foolish thing in the world, giving you all you can drink for £35. You'd be I mean, bankrupt fairness, within the hour. The majority of the time I go to the pub, it's all you can drink. <laughs> but it's not It's it's not all in for one price. <laughs> uh, okay. There's my uh, news. Nice. Tom, what's going on with you, mate? Nothing. Uh, you tell me. He's having a drinky booze, isn't he? He's is. been doing an evening podcast, man. An evening beer. It's probably it's non-alcoholic it. lager, isn't it? It won't be. It's got can't be alcoholic, non-alcoholic lager. What what kind of lager have you got there, Tom? Saldi lager. Out there, nice, cheap. Yeah, Galahad. Yeah. <laughs> not a Galahad, no. Um, so it's officially autumn, isn't it? Yeah. I don't know. I don't yeah. know. I, I get confused, really, about when the seasons start. I don't yeah. know if it's late summer still or... Don't feel no, like I it. think now we've hit the... T- past the 21st of September mark, we've hit officially hit autumn or mm. fall. Oh, so that's exciting, isn't it? Nah. Yeah. Particularly, not particularly. <laughs> Is it... There's only one season of the year that I actually enjoy, and that's summer. This is shit, isn't it? Yeah. I don't like it when people say, autumn's br- brilliant. It's all right, apart from it rains. You've got the best fashion in autumn, you the nicest clothes. You've got Halloween to look forward to. You've got Eat Christmas. Halloween. 
Yeah, I despise Halloween. I do. It's my number one event of the year that I hate the most. Pyramidal yeah. bastards. Halloween's brilliant. For who? What, what? Do you go trick-or-treating, Tom? Who's oh, this? no, I hate all that kind of stuff. I just like staying in watching scary movies. You can do that any time of year. Oh, yeah. Do you hate Halloween, now, Tom? Yeah, I'm a bit indifferent towards it now. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've been reading books again. Oh, for God's sake. <laughs> Yet another autobiography by a certain Robert Renwick Mortimer. Now I'm interested. Can I just say, it's a solid five stars from me. About time. It's yeah. great. It really is. I had tears flowing down both of my sets of cheeks, shall we say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my happy cheeks and my sad cheeks. And your ass cheeks. <laughs> it, it was, It was. of course, it, you know, as expected, it was very funny. It was also quite uh, moving as well. Um, yeah. Anyway, I highly recommend reading And Away by uh, Bob Mortimer. And, uh, oh, Bob, Vic, of Vic and Bob fame. I thought before, but he reminded me even more of you, Tom. Can I give you a well, couple of examples? Yeah, give me two. All right. Uh, first of all, he was the youngest by a few years of four brothers. And because of that, he doesn't mind playing second fiddle and mild bullying. Ring any bells? <laughs> you go along with that, wouldn't you? Surely a coincidence. <laughs> okay. Uh, second one, his life changed forever when he met a tall, handsome, flamboyant man from the northeast of England with fantastic hair who loves dancing. Well, hey. Again, ring any spo- bells? It's, it's, it's a bit spooky, isn't it? <laughs> Is it not? Yeah. That, you could do a conspiracy episode of your... Uh, yes. 42-part series. It's, it's in the works. Tom, you know, having been the youngest of four brothers, did you have a lot of hand-me-down clothes? Still wearing them. Yes. Still, wear, still wearing them. Yeah. Still now. <laughs> What's your favourite beer? Why do we cry? What's the best thing you got? Great style. Your hair is amazing. Would you like to see the rest of it? Okay, welcome to Tom's audience intercommunication. Uh, we've just got the one piece of intercommunication today, but uh, this fella Rory has got he's got a couple of things to say. I'm not not sure I like this couple of things Rory's had to say. <clears throat> a bit a bit passive-aggressive, uh, in my opinion. You, you, you listen for yourself, see what you think. Dear sirs, a couple of episodes ago, you, Tom, joked, and he's put joked in, what are they called? Chris? Quotation marks. Quotation marks. Thank you, Chris. You joked that you based your look on a character from one of the Gremlins films, Spike. I've seen the films a few times, and Spike is a new one on me. I mean, I remember there's definitely a Gremlin called Stripe. That I know for sure. But Spike completely passed me by. You clearly know loads about films, so my bad. And you, Chris... You claimed 
that you say minced beef in the last episode and not beef mince. I'm actually surprised you didn't say ground beef, to be honest. You know, considering how you how you like to go around telling everyone that you're middle class, uh, upper middle class, uh, at yeah, every opportunity, the even though you're fooling no one. Uh, keep up the good work, Pete. Regards, Rory Lyons. Rory Lyons. <laughs> um, spelt exactly the same same as your name, Pete. So, any re- relation? Rory Lyons, do I have a distant cousin perhaps in, uh, I don't know, Canada or States maybe? Possibly, possibly. Uh, yeah, because I think I got a bit of a shoeing. Uh, Chris certainly got a shoeing on that one. You mm. you got you got to keep up the good work. Well, I think it's well deserved. I think it's about time, yeah. Possibly. About time I got a, I got a bit of a, you know, digital pat on the back from somebody through the old email. Yeah. I'll take that. Mm. This fella's a pedant. He 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 pulled me. I I've, you know, I misspoke. I said I said uh, spike instead of stripe. So so what, Rory? Yeah, we knew what you meant. Exactly. Do you want to defend yourself, Chris? I Tom didn't even notice the mistake, and I've seen no. gremlins at least one and a half times. Uh, do I want to defend myself? Not really. Because, as you say, Tom, this guy's clearly a pedant. So, yeah. uh, n- no, I say minced beef. And I've never said ground beef, although I think our friends in America say ground beef. So I don't know what he's talking about. Yeah. I just want to say to you, Rory, Rory, I hope you feel better about yourself. Um don't don't look the next time you cross the road. Have we been trolled? We've been trolled, haven't we? Yeah. I've got a suspicion. I've got a suspicion that Pete may have written this himself. No. He wouldn't do that, would he? As if I would do such a thing, Tom. I can't believe you think so very little of me. Mm. I mean, he 100% would do this. Yeah, it's the kind of thing he'd do. Yeah. Is it this email? Did you have to uh, decipher it? Did it originally come with lots of lots of words that nobody understands? Like like someone swallowed a, th- a thesaurus. Yeah, yeah. I've kind of edited it down to this. This this letter was two pages long. I've re- reduced it to half a page. Mm. I say letter. I say I meant email. It does sound like me. It does. Anywhere in the email, did he mention, you know, half a dozen times at least how much he likes reading books? Or, or yeah, 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 and hospital stays. Uh, oh, it's various, definitely Pete. It's definitely Pete. It's definitely Pete. Well, the only thing that's 100% accurate during this whole, whole fiasco is the word pedant. The way you say it makes it sound like it has kind of darker connotations. He doesn't, does it? No. no, like, no. like what? I don't even know what it means. I'm just copying Tom. <laughs> Somebody's pedantic. Oh, yeah. Oh, there he goes. Booksmith. <laughs> yeah. W.H. Smith. 
Uh, Tom, did did uh, did uh, Frank or Stuart get in touch with their oh, uh, yeah. ad- addresses to claim their uh, question competition prizes of the beer yeah. mats, the booze mats? Yeah. Ah, uh, uh, there were some emails. I um, I didn't. Under- it was just various words I didn't understand, like n- and numbers. So I just mm. deleted that. I just don't understand what they were. Was they addresses? Yeah, possibly. Possibly. Uh, might be. Oh, shit. I don't worry about it. Far off on affairs from afar. 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 <laughs> so, Chris, are you going to take us all the way to Norfolk, Nebraska, Pete? Once again, uh, yeah, yeah. I think we'll just go straight in here with uh, a headline from the uh, the Norfolk Daily News, and the headline is "Oktoberfest Back with Fall Festival Events." Uh, this is by written by Victoria Nelson. Do you know Victoria Nelson? Um, Nello. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Vic. Vic. Yeah, Vic. Yeah. Vic. yeah. yeah. Vicky Nelson, yeah. Um, Subheading. Now, I I have trouble pronouncing this for some reason. It's quite a simple word to read, but I I struggle to say it. Norfolkans. That's what they call themselves. Norfolkans. Norfolkans. The residents of Norfolk, Nebraska. I would have have said Norfolkians. I would have said Norfolkians, yeah. Yeah, but then Norfolkans. Uh, so the sub subheading North Norfolkans have a chance to celebrate German tradition at this year's Oktoberfest on Friday and Saturday, September the 24th and 25th. And uh, the main part of this says the gates open at 4 p.m. on Friday with the blessing of the beer keg officially marking the start of festivities. I like the sound of that. Uh, me too. If you're going to bless something, let it be a beer keg. Uh, Competitions abound over the two days, from steinholding to dancing to our favourite cornhole. <sighs> Bands will entertain on both days, with beer gardens and wine gardens available for adults. The Husker volleyball match will be featured on a mega screen at 7pm, although there will be a bounce house and other activities for children at 10pm both nights, the event will turn into a 21 and over space to get rid of the kids. Get it, get them out of there. Get out. Yeah. We got grown ups that got a drink, huh? We got grown up things to do. We got grown ups who want to get on the old bounce house and have a good time. <laughs> yeah, get, <laughs> get the kids off the bounce house. It's mommy's turn. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds all right, doesn't it? Brilliant. Sounds ideal. Sounds ideal, but do you know what I would say? Not as what? good as Grant, though, is it? Not as good hey. as Nebraska City. Hey, that's not the attitude, is it, Chris? And if you ask me, Dinty Moores do Cornell better. So there. Well, it, we can't prove it right here and right now, but it's certainly a, an opinion that you, you've got to take seriously. Yeah, well, it's my opinion right now. Would you like to know why? Because yeah. still, 
still have had no communication with the Norfolk Daily News. Not for want of trying. We have no small businesses or bars in Norfolk. And not for the want of trying. And uh, yeah, we have no relationship with Norfolk. It's fallen flat. And, and you think this is the way to go about building that relationship by calling them out on a podcast that they're not going to listen to? Well, exactly, yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> they'll never hear it. But if they do hear it, it might just be the wake-up call they need. Sometimes, sometimes a person or a community needs a wake-up call, don't they? Do, Tom. Yeah, this might be it. Anyway, I decided I was going to go one step further with this on the podcast now. So I've written something, um, uh, and it's directly to the Norfolk Daily News. Uh, and uh, it's in an art form that you may be familiar with. Uh, Haiku? No, rap. Oh. <laughs> do you want me to do a beatbox? No, thank you. Uh, uh, now, uh, some people say that <laughs> upper... <laughs> no, I quite clearly said no, Pete. Now... Some people would say that upper middle-class Englishmen like me have no place rapping, but I'm about to prove them wrong. This is an original composition, obviously, like all of the things that I've ever done on the podcast, completely my own work. And um, would you like me to uh, go for it? Last chance on the beatbox, Chris. Uh, it's, um, I have had time to think about it. Can we mute you? Still a no. So if you think you've heard something similar to this before, by... Uh, <laughs> Perhaps a well-known rapper. It's completely coincidental. Okay. All right. <clears throat> okay. Here we go. This is to you, Norfolk Daily News. Norfolk Daily News. I wrote, but you still ain't replying. I left my email, my socials, and my phone number at the bottom. I sent six messages, but you must not have got them. Probably was a problem with the internet server or something been to Grant, Nebraska City, maybe Norfolk is too flash. We even spoke about your man Ron Peterson's 80s porno tash. All we're asking is to talk. We've been in other papers in Nebraska. Just ring up Veronica at the news press and ask her. I read about your white pants after Labour Day. I'm sorry. I had a friend soil himself too after 15 pints of Guinness and some curry. I know you probably hear this every day, but I was your biggest fan. I even read about the underage drinkers who got busted and then ran. I'm sorry about the shitty oldies bit. You probably think that's crude, but not answering your messages is just ignorant and rude. Anyways, I hope you get this, man. Hit me back, just to chat. Truly yours, your biggest fan. This is Show Yourself, Mr. Jasmine. Original, that. <coughs> Vanilla Ice, got a new rival. Unlike anything you've ever heard. Yeah. No, yeah, no, he's riffing off Eminem uh, M- there, I think, wasn't he? No. I've no. never heard of him. Never heard of him. No. Or any, no, any of his music. That's right. No, no, no me neither. Sorry. What, what's your so, rapper name, Chris? MC Bounce House. So, yeah, after hearing that, if you are listening in Nebraska, and we do have listeners in Nebraska, and if you've got family and friends in the Norfolk area, can you spread the word, please? And that's all I ask. Show yourself, Mr. Jasmine. Show yourself, Mr. Jasmine. So, Tom, what have you got for us today? Uh, just a little insight into my yeah, slice of what's been happening with me mm. recently. 
I was in this uh, store. Um, have you ever heard this expression, Halfords? Halfords. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I remember that place. Yeah. yeah. So it's like car bits, you know, you get your, your car bulbs, and your, uh-huh. bi- but sell bicycles and all that kind of stuff as well. Mm-hmm. So I was in last Saturday. I was in there. I was stood in there in Halfords, looking at this, staring at these dust caps. You know what dust caps are? Dust caps. Uh, no. Yeah, little little things you put on your your, your air bells and your tires. Oh yeah. I, I was transfixed. I was looking at these things, but they're in the because they're in the shape of a dice. Of so there's four dices or die. Mm-hmm. That's the plural. I was thinking to myself, why? And I have nowhere. This fella, uh, he came up to me and he said, excuse me, mate, do you know where I can find the little bottles of uh, Radweld? He thought I worked there. Uh, have you ever had that happen to you? Yes. Yeah. Not Halfords, though. No, no. In, in a shop, you're walking around and someone thinks you're a... You, you work there. But to be fair to him, I was wearing a black T-shirt. So it's an easy mistake to, to make, isn't it? Anyway, as soon as I turned, he was like, oh, shit, sorry, mate. I, I thought you were staff. Uh, and he's laughing. I, I was laughing as well. No worries, mate. Um, and, and I haven't got a clue where the Radweld is, to be fair. So anyway, he, he, he turns and he walks off towards the woman uh, working at the at the tills, and and I look as he walks off, and my eyes are drawn to his feet. Do you know what? Do you know what he's wearing on his feet? High techs, sliders. No, nothing. <laughs> you know what else? Fair play. You to know him. what? You know what else? He didn't even have feet. This cretin had hooves. <laughs> what hooves? This guy, the guy asked the guy asking about the Red World, he was the devil. Okay. You, you know the devil, right? <laughs> oh, he's got other names. Oh, him again. Yeah, he's got other names. Santan, Lord Tofer, Beelzebub, all them names, hasn't he? That guy, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know him. Yeah, yeah. How about that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Isn't that a thing? That really is a thing. I can't say I know too much about that fella and what you know. Or, that the the, bat, the eternal battle between good and evil. Uh, but what I do know is, is he has a minor leak on his radiator. Uh, whether a bottle of rem, uh, Radweld remedy remedy, I don't know. But lads, what car do you think the devil drives? And for that matter, what car do you think God drives? Do you want my thoughts on the matter while well, you have to think about this? Question? Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, God will go first. He he always goes first. This is like Top Gear, isn't it? It's exactly like Top Gear. Yeah, exactly. Better. Um, I'm simply for God. I'm simply going for my all-time favorite car. I think he'd like the same things that I like, and that's the Saab 900 Classic. Mm. Um. I'm no petrol head, but it, it, it's one of my, it's my favourite. It's a beautifully designed car. It's a, just, it looks beautiful. Um, famously reliable with a proven safety record. And I think he or she'd appreciate uh, many of its quirky Swedish design flares. 
there's no car like it. Uh, and the devil, oh, I think he'd go for what you know. What you know? You ever see these Hummer limos out on the, on the town on a on a Saturday night? Yeah, big, long, horrible, gaudy. I, I seen them. Yeah, they're gaudy, uh, but there's enough seats to cart around all of the deadly sins, fellas. Sloth from the Goonies. Yeah. And yeah, they're highly polluting. At three miles per gallon, I think he'd be overjoyed at the amount of fumes he's kicking up into the air because he is, excuse the phrase, an evil pillock. Oh, Tom, you don't hold back, do you? I like the fella. Although, I was surprised how well he came across in Alfred's. He was, he was quite polite, but he got a track record. His track record's not good now. Three miles per gallon. He's he's taking the nick. Probably spewing out locusts out there as well. Yes, pestilence, plagues. Have you got an idea of what God and the devil will drive? Pete, do you want to go first, please? Uh, yeah. Um, God, what does God drive? Um, well, a Renault Clio, I think. I think it's, you know, uh, fairly environmentally friendly. It's what I drive, so uh, okay. Yeah. Likening yourself to God here, about you? You've got a bit. You've got yeah. a bit of a God complex, have you? Yeah, well, you know, yeah. There's not that. Yeah, yeah. There are more similarities than the differences, I would say, <coughs> you know, between me and and uh, God. Um, the devil. What does the devil drive? I don't think he drives at all. Ooh. I think he rides a big Harley Davidson motorbike. Oh, okay. Yeah, he could do. I like it. I like I like the imagery. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I can imagine him on that, you know, a low rider, <laughs> perhaps. Yeah. Keeps all the seven wow, wow, wow. All, keeps all the seven deadly sins in a little rucksack over his shoulder. Yeah, that kind of thing. There'll be a snake around his neck or something. Yeah. Yeah. And, f- and yeah. fire coming from the exhaust. Yeah, skull somewhere on the, the handlebars. There's a skull. Hmm. Probably more than one, knowing that kid. Yeah, agreed, agreed. Chris, any any clue? Yeah, God, for me, he would drive the Night Rider car. Oh, Kit. Uh, Kit. Yes, please. That's the one. <laughs> yeah, got to get in. And he'd be like, you look really swell today, God. Your hair is really nice. Whether God's a male or a female, that's the kind of thing it would say. So yeah, yeah, yeah. it might be non-binary. Oh, oh yeah, or any or anything else. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I think God would drive the Night Rider car. Yeah, got turbo boost. <clears throat> Which he needs knees to jump over. Um, I don't know natural disasters. I expect. Mm-hmm. And uh, the devil, Beelzebub. Yeah. He would probably drive Princess Diana's car. Avoid the crumbs. Avoid the crumbs. All right, so Chris, what have you got for us? I've got a little short quiz. Oh, nice. Um, We love a quiz. Yeah, so we spoke a little bit earlier about in the Nebraska section 
about Oktoberfest. So, yeah, just a, three questions that I'll put to use to about Oktoberfest. Uh, just a little bit of background here first. The Oktoberfest is a world-famous beer festival in Munich, Germany, that's held every year. Um, every year. From mid-September to the first weekend in October. So why it's quite called Oktoberfest, I'm not sure. Because most of it happens in September. But who are we to argue with this? Anyway, unfortunately, it won't be happening this year or last year. It didn't happen then either because of, uh, you know, the old coronavirus. Yeah, the, old, the old global mm. P. Mm. But that doesn't stop us recognising the uh, fantasticness and majesty of the event, which we would all enjoy, certainly. Have you, have you ever been to the Oktoberfest? Uh, no, I've never been to the uh, Oktoberfest. Uh, I, I, I haven't, no. Okay, so I have... Uh, see, you may struggle with these questions then, but do your best. Um, I'll come to you in turn, in sequence. First question. Uh, I'll come to you first, Pete. In an average year... Yes. Not you know, allowing for COVID. So in an average year, how many people will visit Oktoberfest? Ooh, um, I don't know, 200,000 for some reason, just kind of pops out of my 200,000? 200,000 200, people. Just write that down. Okay, Tom, how many do you reckon? Are you going higher or lower than 200,000? Well, way, way higher. Um, two million. Two million, that's outrageous. Table that. Yeah, uh, six million. Tom wins. Oh, whoa! Six million, six million. Of visitors. How we go on that? At any at any given time over the uh, Oktoberfest, the population of Munich rises by four hundred and fifty percent. That's a lot of percent. Do they have the necessary? Infrastructure for such a large input of well, it would appear so, Pete. Um, they must have. I can't imagine it, but they must have. I suppose they saw it coming, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah, they've had time to, probably to build on it. Yeah. Yeah. So first round goes to Tom. Um thank you. And Tom, you get first crack at this one. And I'd like the answer in uh in liters, please. On average. How much beer is drank in total during Oktoberfest? Oh, 80 million litres. 80 million litres. Higher or lower than 80 million, Pete? Um, I'll say uh, lower. I was going to say 60 million, so I'll go lower. You're going to go lower. Okay, with 60 million. Look, round two goes to Pete. Get in. Um, so the actual answer is an impressive, yet slightly disappointing, 7.5 million litres of beer, which means that those 6 million visitors hey. aren't drinking nearly enough beer. In fact, I think some people are just coming along for the ride and having a water or a Coke or something. Put th three pints each or something. Mm. What? I, I can kind of get it. I mean, like, if I took my mum... Like, I would drink a lot. She would have 
half a cup. A couple of halves. Yeah. So, you know, I get not everybody drinks to excess, but you thought it'd be a lot more than that, wouldn't you? 7.5 million litres. How, how many days does it last for? Uh, Mid-September to first week of October, so you're looking two and a half weeks, maybe three at a push. Right. I mean, I was thinking the average person would probably have at least five pints a day. So, yeah. Mm. That doesn't really add up, does it? No. Okay. Never mind. Well, there you go. 7.5. You win the point. That All the beer that is drank there is brewed within the city limits of Munich. So it's not exported from elsewhere in Germany or abroad. It's all, all brewed in Munich. And it's always served in one litre beer mugs or styles. Oh, yes. You're getting on towards two pine mm. mark there, aren't you? I like, yeah. Beautiful. And the last question... Back to you, Pete. So it's all to play for now. On average, how many steins are stolen each year? Six six million people. Six right? million people. All right. I think most people are fairly well behaved. They're not. One in ten, six hundred thousand. Higher or lower than six hundred thousand, Tom? Oh yeah. One point two million. Well, the winner is Pete with a yeah. average total of 112,000 steins stolen each Oktoberfest. It's a good souvenir. I would I would take one. I expect, hey, is it theft though? Because I expect, I think you're, you, don't you pay a kind of a deposit for the glass mm. yeah. when you're well, buying these yeah, drinks? Yeah, this is what I thought. I thought so too. I thought that you would, at the very least, sort of, when you buy your first drink, they top up your stein afterwards. It's yours, and you can do what you yeah. will with it. But seeing as none of us have ever been, we don't really know. So it is listed as a fact, or we can go it's into what the, the the internet is telling us, and they're saying that 112,000 of them are stolen. The This was from a, a German website. Uh, that specialises in the Oktoberfest, and they don't seem very angry about it. So maybe it's acceptable to take one. They know their stuff, and they're taking the hit. They don't mind it. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, well done, Pete. Uh, well done, Pete. Whilst we're on the subject of uh, beer festivals, we've all been to beer festivals, haven't we? And um, oh, we've been yeah. to did the three of us go to the Bolton Beer Festival? I went. A, I went a few years when we was it when we lived in the northwest of England. We went to the Bolton Beer Festival. Does that ring a bell? You've you've mentioned this before to me, Chris. And if if you didn't say it, you know I normally remember things from our university days better than yeah. you do, right? But apart from this, if if you didn't have that glass mm. that I've seen, I would accuse you of. Imagining the whole thing. No, I can remember precisely where the pub was. They had marquees on the the, the outside area. It was quite a big event, and you bought tickets, vouchers on your way in, so you could sample a half of whatever mm. it was you wanted. I remember disliking every single beer I tried because they were all dark beers, ales, and then you think, "Oh, that's disgusting. I'll have a cider." And then you have the cider and it's disgusting, flat, strong, warm, vinegary cider. 
awful, awful thing. But I went back year after year. I don't know how you managed to avoid it. I really don't. When was it held? Was it in the summer? I'll have to dig the beer, the beer glass out and have a look. It's got a date on it somewhere. Unless it coincided with someone's birthday back home or something, you could never make it. I don't know. But one thing, one oh. thing that we certainly were at together, Pete, and Tom... I don't know if you were there, Tom. Was the Holston Pills Fest, the Holston Pills Beer Fest in Manchester? Oh, I remember that, all right. Yeah. I don't, don't don't recall that really. Now this was a it was, it was a good night. It me. was great. It was a good night. It was wicked. Yeah. So yeah. It, it was in the um, I think it was in the GMAX. It wasn't the Manchester Arena, but it's I don't even know if the GMAX still exists. But it was there, like a big conference centre place. Row upon row of really, really long tables, wooden tables, bench-like tables. You got a stein on the way in. I don't think we took the steins with us. I don't think we were allowed. I'm not sure. They had a um- German umpire band at the front. Yeah, I remember got that. song sheets yeah. on the tables. Um, we, we were encouraged to, yeah. to stand on the, the benches and sing and dance and bash your, 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 your stein on the table. And it was a good laugh. We all had a lot to drink, a lot to drink mm-hmm. that night. Two things I remember from this night very well was the first thing, and this led to the second thing actually, was the heavy-handed uh, security at the end of the night. There was, I don't know, Pete, several hundred, maybe a thousand, maybe over a thousand people there. It was a big event. And there was a... <laughs> there was like a very definite cutoff point where they wanted everybody out at the end of the night and they wanted them out quickly. So I, yeah. they, and what the, what the bouncers did is they formed a line at the front where the stage was and they kind of like locked arms and just started walking towards the back of the venue. <laughs> We've kidding everyone out. Yeah, sort of pushing <laughs> everyone out, like fishing to a net, Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I so this was happening. We was we was not quite at the front. We were quite near the front, but not at the front. And I finished quite quickly the the remainder of my stein. And I also remember there was someone I can't remember who it was who was with us, who just had been given a full two pint stein and no longer had time to drink it. So I kindly offered to down it. Your services. I offered my services. Yeah. So I finished my drink, then down the other one <laughs> in what in a wanna. I gulped it down. I gulped it down. Oof. Just in time for the in seconds this was, just in time for the bouncers to reach us with their locked arms and uh, discreetly uh um kind of like secretive kicks and things like that to usher us out. Now for maybe 10 seconds, this this gulped down. Stein of Lager sat okay until we were going to a quite a small corridor to lead us out. And a young girl who probably worked for some agency somewhere and had been offered some work for the night and was just saying goodbye to everyone, hope you've had a nice night, and was wearing traditional German clothes that you might expect people to wear at an Oktoberfest, lederhosen and braces, the white blouse, things like that, said, um, I'll see you later, guys. Hope you've had a good night. At which point, as I looked at her and she said this, everything came back up. Everything in one continuous stream of uncontrollable projectile vomit. 
and I, I, it's not my <laughs> finest moment, but it completely went over the poor girl. Like I couldn't <laughs> help it. It was out before I could stop it. And I showered this poor young girl in vomit. I don't know why I'm bringing that up. <laughs> Again. <laughs> do you remember that, Pete? I do. <laughs> I seem to remember it coming out between your fingers, though. It did. It did, because, <laughs> you know, do you know when your cheeks fill up? Oh, yeah. And there's and you put your hand there to stop it, but there's too much pressure. Yeah. Your cheeks, your cheeks <laughs> can't hold it anymore, and it came through the gaps in my fingers. Oh, it's a pressurised sluice of... Oh, it was, it was awful, awful. And what can you say? Sorry. Good night, though. <laughs> do you like cultural appropriation and craft beer? If you do, come check out Pete's Polynesian Fun Pub. For a limited time only, all stouts will be half price. Including Witch's Nipple, which has notes of chocolate, tobacco, cauldron, and sports bra. To rate good drink. Terms and conditions apply, and please drink responsibly. Hey, do you know what I can't stand? I can't stand poor customer service. Oh, it, it does suck, doesn't it? It, yeah, does. it does. does great, yeah. But rather than writing a petty one-star review on Google or anything like that, because I don't think you should be bashing... Uh, bars or restaurants during the pandemic, right? I thought I would teach a lesson on good customer service because I am a teacher. You know that. Um, I've also I've served both of you when I was in the UK. Um, I was working behind the bar. Uh, Tom, on many occasions, I've poured you a pint. Have I not? Yes, I know lots, where this is going. Lots of pints, lots of cheap pints. I enjoyed cheap that. Pints, yeah. How, um, how would you rate my customer service? Do you remember? Was I all right? Uh, yeah, faultless. Uh, is do, what are we ten out of ten? Yeah, Cheers. absolutely. Cheers, Tom. Chris, yeah, I think I served you uh, perhaps just on the one occasion. I remember it well. I'll also give you ten out of ten. <laughs> Excellent, excellent. All right. So I thought I would uh, teach whoever's listening um, a little bit about customer service and how to, how to be a, a good bartender. So what we're going to do, we haven't done this for a very long time, is a bit of a role play. I haven't done this for a while. I've never done a role play. Well, no, actually, the first one was just with Chris, wasn't it? That was back in the pilot episode, I think, wasn't it? Uh, it was quite a while ago, wasn't it? Anyway, we're doing another one, but this time, both of you are going to get a go. Let me set the scene. Okay, close your eyes and imagine. Can I be a sexy secretary? No. No, you can't be a sexy secretary. Uh Okay. All right, close your eyes. Okay, it's Friday. It's 3 p.m. And you've finished work early for the week. Everyone else who lives in your house has gone away for the weekend. And if you're brutally honest with yourself, you're not sure if they're ever coming back. (laughs) You don't have the car and you spot a sign that says Pete's Polynesian Fun Pub opening sale. And this catches your eye. All draft stouts, half price. And you've got the thirst. It's not the happy thirst, uh, but you've got the thirst. All right. So you walk in 
Uh, you see me behind the bar, but it's not me. Well, it no. is, but we've never met, right? Okay. Um, you see some of the usual suspects lined up, Guinness, Murphy's, and one stout that you don't recognise, and you walk up to the bar. Right, hang on. I just I just need to get changed, all right? You can uh, you can open your eyes, you can talk between yourselves, but um, I just need to get my shirt on, all right? Give us a, give us a second. This is going to be pathetic. It's awful, isn't it? Yeah. He's going to come back now wearing that shirt with DNA stains on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'd definitely switch off by now. If I was listening to this podcast now, I'd, I'd stop now before it really gets bad. Listeners, you can turn off now. We'll be back in about 10 days. Have a nice time. God bless. Oh, good Lord. <laughs> okay, it's, I'm back. It's, it's Timmy Mallet. <laughs> right, just I'm not let me sure I want to be in this pub anymore. All right, okay. Um, so, Chris, you, you're going to walk in first. Hi, and welcome to Pete's Polynesian Fun Pub. I'm Pete, and I'm really happy to serve you today. How are you? Actually, I'd be better if we just could cut out the chit chat and some, you know, small talk. Okay, that's totally fine. Um, oh, you're local, it seems. I'm pretty new to Cleethorpes. Uh, but yeah, that's cool that you chose to come in today. Yeah, I only really came because I sold an offer about half price beer. Oh, right, okay. Um, well, I can tell that you like stout, because um, actually you've got a little bit down the front of your yellow coat. Uh, but yeah, okay, um, so. Why don't we go for this really cool porter stout? It's called uh, Witch's Nipple. Uh, it's quite pungent. It has notes of uh, chocolate, tobacco. Uh, well, well, can I stop you there, Barman? Yeah, I, I, I don't want any of that craft crap with aromas and flavour. Do you have something that's mass-produced and full of chemicals? Because I would prefer that. Uh, okay. Um, would you like to go for a pint of Guinness? Should we do that? I'll have my against guys. Okay. Oh. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm really sorry. Uh, it's off. Uh, but I do have some cans of Guinness. And uh, you smell like you're going to be a great customer. So, um, would, would you like a can? Tell you what, it's on the house. Uh, yes, I'll have a can. Can I have a couple, please? Sure, yeah. Uh, would you like a glass? No, I'm not bothered. No, I should come from the can. Okay, uh, also, uh, can I get you an ashtray? <laughs> yeah, am I allowed to smoke in here? Yes, you are. Yeah, totally cool. <laughs> okay, <laughs> um, yeah, then I'll have an ashtray. I'm just going to go sit over here, though. Uh, quite far away from you. All right, Chris. <clears throat> I, see multi- I see a multi-cannon over there. Yeah, well, well, he offered me one. Yeah, you need two, don't you? Yeah, yeah, you've got to go for two. Yeah, multi-cannon. Oh, I'll yeah. get a drink. Yeah, Tom, Tom, word of advice, don't spend too long at the bar. He's, uh, he's weird. Yeah, OK. Right, next you, Scarecrow Man. Ooh, OK. What can I get Hello. You? Uh, what do you got? Uh, well, um, after I step... Is that it? Uh, I can do your Cronenberg. Is that half price? No. 
like it like just the half price state but he's got yeah. two cans of guinness he says that i think they're free aren't they are they free no not for you pal uh have you got any id uh, no i've not been asked for, for id for uh for 50 years yeah, uh, yeah. i've not i'm not driving so i've left my license at home um I've got to look at them. Look at the, the the lines on my face, man. Yeah, well, that's the thing. So, uh, this pub's only for the under 45s. It's a fun pub, and I think it's pretty touch and go with you, to be honest, pal. All right, I'll give you the benefit of the doubt. What are you having? A pint, pint of Guinness, was it? Yep, yeah, there you go. Yeah. All right. That's uh, £5.60, please. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, side, side outside, this is a half price. Bye bye, that. Uh, mathematics, your 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 usual points. What eleven, twenty or something? I'm not in that. Security, not in security, security, Jim. Yeah, we've got an eight one six. Yeah, yeah, five foot six. Prick. Five foot six. Yeah, smells like hamster's cage. Yeah, you spotted him. Still five foot ten, eleven nearly. Right, Wurzel, you can either bet, man. Five pound sixty, like you said. You can, and then you can leave out front door, or you don't, and you leave out back door, down a flight of stairs. How come he's get, getting free cans? He's local. And, and smoke, smoking indoors. We don't encourage tourists in this part of Cleethorpes. You know what? You know what? Right. Okay. Enjoy Enjoy the bin coming through your window at some point tonight. Rick. So how, how would you write my customer service there? It's a bit, um, yeah. Bring back any memories, Tom? No, I've never been spoken to that like that in my life. Actually, yeah, I enjoyed it. To be fair, you did. It wasn't it a taste of how things used to be. No, you can be. You can, people can be too nice at times when it comes to customer service. Any reflections on that, Chris? I I I hated it. I would rate that really bad. Yeah, I, I, I would hate. I hate people that are, no, I don't hate people. That's the wrong way of putting it. But I don't. I, I dislike that type of customer services where it's too yeah. over friendly and familiar, too pally. You know, when you go into a, a bar or anywhere and they're like, "Hi, oh mate, oh you know, blah blah blah." I, I don't know you. I don't know you. I haven't come in here to make a new friend and engage in conversation. I want to sit over there. Look at my look at a betting app on my phone. <laughs> I drink Guinness. <laughs> Read the racing post. Read the racing yeah. post. Yeah, yeah. And be left alone. Thank you very much. Okay. So, <laughs> what ultimately was the point in that? <laughs> because we've role played, <clears throat> uh, but we don't seem to have a conclusion. Okay. Well, I was trying to contrast traditional customer service that I'm used to, that it used to be like in the UK with Tom, and then I was trying to show the more modern, friendly approach with you, Chris, um, and I was kind of asking, which did you prefer? Got yeah, The old-fashioned one. Right. You know where you are with that. The unwelcoming one. Yes. You can work with that. Right. The other one. The happy clappy one just makes you feel uneasy. <laughs> have you ever experienced poor customer service? Maybe you have, maybe you haven't. But if any of the other topics we've discussed on this 
episode, pique your interest, get in touch with the show, and you stand a chance to win one of Tom's socks. See ya!